The reviews are in and Secrets is a hit. Listeners have described Secrets as priceless information, a personal cheat sheet, and binge-worthy career advice. And season three promises to bring you even more secrets on how to advocate for yourself, how to become a better ally, and how to get that coin. Your hosts, Keith Powell and Ricky Robinson, put in that work to reach the top of corporate America. And this groundbreaking podcast challenges you, as well as corporate America, to be better and do better. KP and PR will bring you more tips and tricks on how to advance in your career. So fill up those cups and welcome to season three. Everybody, welcome to Secrets. KP, what it do, big homie? What are you, what, what are you up to, man, and what's on your mind today? Well, Ricky, I've been actually giving some, some thought to that amazing going away celebration we did for you at your last company <sighs> and all those people that was on that dang call. Man, I have never seen anything like that before. And for our listeners out there, let me just set the scene for you for a minute, right? <laughs> there had to be about 50, 60 people on this call and probably hundreds more who sent their well wishes because they couldn't make it. But the thing that struck me, PR, was the impact that you made on all of those individuals. You know, their gratitude was over the moon for you and there wasn't a dry eye on the call. And I saw you clicking off your camera every once in a while trying to, you know, get yourself together. Yeah, because so I was trying to make me to cry, fight. man. I, was, I told myself I was going to be strong. I told myself I was going to be strong, man. And the, the, the minute somebody got on there and started getting teary eyed. They started catching me, they man. I was like, you. don't do it. I keep telling myself, don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I think it was just an amazing opportunity to just hear how you've impacted people. Because when you're doing it, you're not doing it for that reason. You're if not you're, doing if, it if, for if, that reason. That's you know, right. when people say, you do a job that, that you love and it doesn't feel like you're working, mm-hmm. I just feel like the revolution is real, man. So I'm trying to help people get paid, trying to help people do the things that I think that's going to help them move the needle. But, you know, I'm still like so humbled just by the event in general and more impressed by the number of people who trusted and still trust me with providing them with guidance on their career livelihood decisions. I mean, these are decisions that are going to move the needle for people, right? And you always hear me speak about the strength of the village, and it was on full display on that day for sure. Yeah, no, it was, no doubt, no doubt. I had a good time, and I was honored to be invited and be a part of it because I didn't even work for the company. <laughs> <laughs> they had but everybody knew you, though. They knew it. They sure did. <laughs> but what this also showed me was how many people are now trying to figure out the best way to utilize their HR support when it comes to advocating for themselves and navigating their careers to their benefit, which leads me into our topic that we're going to be talking about today. So in today's episode, we will discuss the essential ways that HR can help you navigate your career. We will share how we've effectively used HR throughout our careers to move ourselves forward. We'll provide some receipts, as we always do. And this time, we'll talk about how HR can help you succeed in the workplace. And then we'll close out with four secrets on how to effectively use your HR leader to enhance your career. Mm, mm, mm. So let's start by talking about some essential ways HR can help you manage your career, mm-hmm. right? And these aren't from the, the Ricky book. I mean, look, I work in <laughs> HR, and I didn't really realize realize how to utilize HR until later on in my career, yeah. okay? And this is what I do for a living. So as we're telling people this is important, mm-hmm. it kind of is. It kind of is. That's <laughs> you right. Know? So, look, I think the, the, the first you know thing that comes to my mind in terms of why you use HR and helping manage your career is, it's, it's, it can help you manage your manager. Yes. I mean, yes. how many times have you been in a situation and 
you think you're articulating what your career aspirations are and you get ready to have that conversation with your boss and you'd be like, why are we talking about this? Didn't we talk about this six months ago? It's almost like you've been wasting your time or you're sitting in quicksand yep. waiting, you know, here. So I think having a relationship with HR can help you manage your manager right. and some of the expectations there so that, again, when it's performance time, it's not a, a surprise. Not a big surprise. And HR people, they'll know your manager's quirks and what make them tick and like give you little tips and tricks on how to how to deal with them at the end of the day. Right? Another thing that comes to mind for me in terms of HR and why it's so important is they can help also be a coach for you on how to deal with your team, mm -hmm. with your employees. I can't tell you the number of times that I've had to go to HR just for how do I navigate this situation? I got an issue with this person or that person, and how do I navigate that whole thing? Or I want to do something great for the employee. How do I go about getting them an extra bonus or whatever the case may be? So HR can be a great partner in helping you just kind of navigate all of those things when building your team. Yeah, and I, and I think that to, to add to that point, it's not like you have to come up with all of the ideas yourself. Right. It's not like you're over here inventing the wheel. Right. Like people have already been using the wheel. You just need to learn how to use it for yourself. Right. So I think that relationship with HR can help you leverage good ideas, so to speak, right? And especially with managing your employees. I think it's also important about just creating employee development plans. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough thing when it comes to doing an employee development plan or if someone's asking you to do a self review and you're like, what do I put on that doggone thing? Right. <laughs> you know, like, so am looks I, stupid. Yeah. Am I am I bragging, you know, about me or should I be bragging more? Like, how do I do that? You know, and I think that's really where those development plans really come into play, because we go back to the aspirations and what all needs to be true in order for you to get to the next level. If you sit down and you talk to your HR person about your aspirations, they can help you draw out a roadmap. Yeah. They can yeah. help you put put you in situations to help you show up, mm -hmm. you know, just a little bit mm -hmm. better. And they know all those keywords and things that trigger the leadership team and everything else that'll make you look good or make you look stupid if you put the wrong <laughs> thing in there. Right, right. right. And building on that just around your own professional development and professional development for yourself and for your team, providing those opportunities and letting you know what's out there just in terms of what conference I need to go to. Or is there a book I should read or is there a coach that I should get in order to build up my skill set? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think those are all you know extremely important because you get so busy worried about doing the job mm -hmm. that you don't do enough to work on the development, right? right? You Take turn care around. of yourself. I mean, how many times do we talk to people, extraordinary leaders, and they say, when we ask them, hey, forward me your resume. Ah, I still gotta work on that, right. you know? Or, hey, what about, like, what is it that you wanna be? And they give you an answer, like, I just wanna be the best at what I do. Like, Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> what are you actually trying to be? You know, right. are you trying to be the boss? The boss's boss? Like, what, I mean, and it's nothing wrong with not knowing what you wanna do, but at this stage in the game, you really have to start trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's right. Otherwise, you're going to be sitting right there at the office mad as hell. Yeah, biting your bottom lip, that's talking right. with that little bubble on the side, saying what you really want to say. Right. So I, one of the things that comes to mind for me and, and a lot of our secret listeners, you know, people in the community of practice will understand this is they call us all the time, Keith, trying to get insight on pay, the promotion process, talent management process, I mean, this is huge because HR, they, they know what the pay grades are. <laughs> they yeah. know what the what the pay bands look like. They, they know some of those things. And again, if you ask, 
They'll show it to you. They'll it's not like this is secret information. That's you know, right. they might not tell you what everyone else makes, but they can tell you, you know, where you are and where you sit within the compa ratio, right? Meaning how you compare in terms of your salary, you know, to others in your field. Yes. You know, and again, if you don't know this stuff, you kind of just running around like throwing darts in the dark. Yep. <laughs> you know, That's you right. have to be able to set a goal here and, and understand how how your market value compares yeah. you know what do you need to do in terms of being able to get promoted right what what skill sets do you need to master those things are kind of important because otherwise you walk around in here and you're comparing yourself to some of your peers not knowing behind the scenes what they've been doing right to be prepared for working the system exactly they, exactly working the system another one that comes out for me is just dealing with personal or medical issues you know we all get sick. We all may have a, a health issue. We may have someone in our family that has a health issue or something that we have to to take care of. So just knowing the laws around medical leave, family leave, having to leave for pregnancy, whatever the case may be, all of those things are so important. And HR is like, you're, that's where you go. And especially now as we're talking about this, this post-COVID environment and you're trying to figure out your mental wellness and you, those things... You got to talk to somebody. You got to talk to somebody. Somebody knows what's going on here, right? I mean, it might even be trying to figure out some back to school type, you know, for you to be able to go back to school and figure out some reimbursement, you know, things. I mean, that's all part of, you know, dealing with some of the personal issues and trying to help you kind of move forward. One of the main things for me, I think about being able to help your business partners or employees navigate the law oh boy yes i mean think about how many times somebody at the job that made you mad and you didn't almost say something uh, well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? or you might actually say something mm-hmm. right but again it's knowing how far you need to be able to go to yes. be able to voice your opinion in a professionally and appropriate way yes. you know or it's being able to get someone else to maybe help you so that you don't put yourself in the situation and damage your livelihood, right. yeah. you know. So again, it's it. HR is a bit of a, a of a balancing act when it's you know you're not crazy, mm-hmm. you know, and so you go and talk to HR, and they tell you how to be able to say what it is that you really want to say. Exactly. <laughs> Without know? getting in trouble. Exactly. I mean, interviews all the time. What can all you? All the time. What, what can you be asked in interviews? You know, what can you ask? You yes. know, in interviews, mm-hmm. like all of those types of things. But again. If you don't do that stuff right, you put yourself in harm's way in terms of negative exposure. For sure. For but sure. again, make you some friends. Make some friends. Because <laughs> California employment law is crazy. Yeah. Right? And you can could, you could get yourself in trouble real fast. And the last one that comes to mind to me on that same front is like handling all those whistleblower type claims, you know, with discrimination or harassment or when you see fraud. All of that stuff gets reported. If Even if you have an anonymous hotline or whatever at your company is still going to land in HR's lap at some point in time along the way for them to kind of do an investigation and see what's going on. So if you have that relationship already, you can figure all that stuff out and just know how to navigate through it so you don't step in no shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You don't want that on your shoes, man. (laughs) So look, I mean, I'm thinking through this and maybe I can go just a little bit deeper as I'm thinking through like how I've effectively used, you know, HR. And again, remember everybody, I I get it. Ricky is in HR, but I got to figure out how to get help too sometimes. Right. But I think everyone knows the story, you know, because we've shared it in earlier episodes about my HR leader and mentor slash sponsor 
having a very real conversation earlier in my career, right? Telling me that my stuff wasn't as good as I thought it was and asking me some some zingers and I was freestyling through those questions and not doing very good. But I cannot say enough about how that conversation, how that relationship changed the trajectory of my career in terms of making the necessary steps to build my leadership brand and shore up foundational items that would assist me ultimately in moving forward, you know, in my career, like that regular cadence of a connection and connection points that I had with her enabled me to develop realistic development plans. Like I thought I was ready until I talked to her and I was like, I ain't ready. She jacked you up. <laughs> yeah, she jacked I was like, you I ain't ready. I ain't ready. She took your heart out of your chest. Rick, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And watched it beat in front of me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but it also... It helped me be able to develop those realistic development plans, but also gain visibility, you know, to projects that would essentially put me on the map. Right. But the key is that none of this dialogue or movement would have ever taken place without me having a relationship with her as my HR leader. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, true. I mean, and we gonna day, get her on the podcast. So we go <laughs> get it because she'll tell us the real scoop. Oh, Lord. You know, Keith going to ask some hard-ass questions. <laughs> go get her. And for me, you know, having an excellent HR partner has been critical to my progression personally and professionally as a finance and operations leader, especially as a CFO. You got to have a good HR partner. It's essential. Because, mm-hmm. again, salaries and benefits is probably the biggest budget line item that you have in a budget for any company. That's like the biggest thing. It's the biggest budget item and it's the most critical asset of your people, right? So I had to have a good understanding of the salary market and trends, benefit options, the cost of benefits, what's going on in the market around benefits. I needed to understand personnel moves that are gonna be happening, organizational changes that be coming down the pipeline, labor law changes, even potential legal exposure. I need to know if there's going to be a lawsuit coming. How is that going to hit the P&L, you know, at some point in time? And I couldn't do this all without a strong relationship with my HR business partner at the end of the day, folks like you, right? And when I think about my time at Kodak in particular, you know, having a strong HR partner was essential to managing through all the difficult, very difficult restructuring that we had to go through, while also at the same time developing and retaining top talent, improving our representation numbers and closing pay gaps that we had. So we're trying to do all the right things that are supposed to be on the HR side while reducing our company by 50%. (laughs) Yeah. So there's no way you could do that without having a good HR partner. Yeah. You know, and I think, I think through that stuff, when you're talking about uh, having that relationship with the, with the team, I mean, I mean, that's how you and I ended up getting close in the first place. Yeah. We had a lot of shit to turn into sugar. Yeah, we did. <laughs> you know? and we, <laughs> but, but we spent a lot of time really, you know, under understanding each other's function, you know, and then developing the right collaboration, which actually ended up kind of being a bit of a model, yes. you know, uh, at the organization. But crazy enough, KP, as we're talking about the good stuff I can't help but think about the time because, you know, I, I think I've stepped in quite a few things, right? But, you know, crazy enough, you know, I, I can't help but think about a time in my career when I did not utilize my HR leadership in the best way. And it actually cost me quite a bit. It may have even set me back a bit in my career in terms of like leveling. OK, I can recall working for Gap, Gap Inc. And I had an outstanding relationship with my local HR leader in Tennessee. So I had lived in Tennessee but I lost that connection 
when I was promoted to an international HR role and re- relocated to the corporate office in San Francisco. Okay. So it's great. Hey, I'm getting promoted. Yeah. Hey, this yeah. is great. This is beautiful. Mm-hmm. But you're going in and you really don't know anybody. Yeah. Okay, and now you're starting from scratch. Starting over again. And the yeah. person who had my back, you know, who was my advocate, wasn't there every day. He wasn't in some of those meetings, right? In fact, the other individual that uh, he reported into had left the organization. So, again, when you're thinking, you know, all money, is it good money? <laughs> you know, I, I would question that, you know, sometimes in terms of, like, what you have available to you. And prior to the, to the housing market crashing in the early 2000s, like, textiles and retail actually were the first industries to actually crash. Yeah, they did. <laughs> okay? they like, nobody really and talked travel, about that tra- stuff. All that stuff. <laughs> you know, but that crash unfortunately impacted me in a negative way, and I ended up losing my job. Like, we talk about this yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. I, I just wasn't really ready. I mean, hey, we go to school. We know we have options, but it's one thing when it's actually you, okay? Yeah, right. And all of the stuff we talk about, I wasn't ready. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I was... I. Thought I was ready, but in terms of like losing your job and then elevating and going to another level, I probably wasn't really where I should have been, you know, there. When I think about all of the support and the sponsorship that I thought I had within my function, especially with with the HR leaders, it didn't really exist the way that I had grown accustomed to. Okay, so I don't think (laughs) they had the materials or like the talk track to be able to advocate for me. Even if they was checking for me, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, when I wasn't in the room, mm-hmm. you know, so I was at I was at the mercy. So at that point, it's like, you know, that was problematic because if you can't, you know, get your HR to support you, then you might be in a bit of trouble, right? Because I mean, the the job offer I had at that point was, hey, you can move to Fishkill, New York. You know, from California <laughs> here, it was Fishkill, New York, and not to disrespect New York or anything like that. But it was ten feet of snow. Right. Exactly. It was ten feet of snow there, and and I was at home with some shorts on in California. Mm-hmm. And that they was move. Yeah. It's like, ah. Yeah. No, yeah. That wasn't gonna work for mm. me. <laughs> <laughs> But again, I've, I've been there. Yeah. You but, know. but again, that HR relationship was so important, you know, for me to have in the past to help me get to that level. But I ended up being stuck because I really just didn't leverage my relationships better. Better. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. This didn't have a plan. And I'll say for me personally, you know, having that strong relationship that you just talked about has been a very key piece in my career projection. I've gained insight on how various talent management processes work. And that's, I mean, that's kind of why we started Secrets, right? Mm -hmm. Part of it is like people don't know how to navigate and what questions to ask or even how any of these processes work. So you're just sitting at your desk mad all the damn time wondering why you're not progressive because you don't understand all of the processes and how how it all works. You're asking your coach to put you in. Coach ain't even looking at you. He ain't even looking at you. (laughs) He ain't looking that far down the bench. He can't even see that far down the bench. Yeah, he ain't looking that far down the bench. Like, what's going on here? But important, more importantly, not just understanding the processes, but understanding where you sit in that process. Again, are you at the end of the bench or are you next in line to come off the bench or next in line to be the coach? Or are you sitting on the bench and the coach is going to tell you, get out the way so Keith can sit down? That's right. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. I was getting ready to get in, coach. Right. Like, That's yeah, right. you don't know. You don't know. That's right. And you can get that sidebar conversation, that crucial feedback on your performance and development opportunities. Because, again, your HR leader is in the room when all of these people conversations are going on. So they have a lot of influence in terms of advocating for you, stepping up. And so 
you know, and I've even had trusted a trusted partner, you included, you know, when trying to decide if I'm going to leave or stay with a certain company at the end of the day and being able to have those offline conversations around, Keith, maybe you should think about the X before you do Y or, you know, maybe you want to consider this before something happens or hold on. Maybe I'll get you a little package, <laughs> you know, before you take the leap. And so you have a nice bridge to, to your next gig. Yeah. So. I mean, there's a lot of pride that so. goes into that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of pride, right. you know, that goes into some of those things. But I think the impact, you know, for me here, Keith, is because we as underrepresented employees have not always been intentional or consistent about building proactive relationships with our HR leaders, we're always playing catch up and reacting to situations that impact our career movement. Constantly, constantly. And for me, that the moral to everything is that we've been talking about, as you start to create your personal board of directors, be sure to include your HR leader because they're going to be in the room again when all these career discussions are taking place. And that could actually be your secret sauce. Oh, I see what you did <laughs> there. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that secret sauce is important. But again, Keith, this is the part of the show, man. When we, we talk about it, and I know people think we get dramatic because we're, we're, we're making stuff up here, talking about things that happen. Well, this is that part where we start talking about those receipts, okay? And today we'll share some receipts on some critical HR trends and how you can utilize your HR team to help you stay on top of these trends and look good in your role. That's right. And it's not like looking good like Ricky and his uh, suits and stuff like that. But this <laughs> My just, oak tree suit? Yeah. <laughs> Your oak tree suit. Yeah, that thing was fly, man. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> so receipt number one. Let's start out by talking about recruiting and retention. Because, again, this is one of those major areas where you're going to be utilizing HR. But according to studies from Deloitte and Glassfloor, 83% of employers believe that attracting and retaining talent is one of its biggest recruitment challenges. And the lack of professional development was stated as the reason why 22% of employees left their jobs. So they weren't getting help. They weren't getting that development, so they left. The inability to establish work-life balance was responsible for another 12%, and 11% disagreed with the organization's leadership behavior. These are all retention issues. Again, HR can help you with these. And surprisingly, compensation and benefits issues led to the resignation of only 9% of employees. So at the end of the day, and we've talked about this a lot, people don't bitch because they're not getting paid, Mm -hmm. right? Or they don't leave because they're not getting paid. It's usually some other stuff that's going on that you need to peel the layers back on. And again, a good HR partner can help you with those conversations to figure that out. And and based off of this receipt, a good HR partner can actually make a dent, you know, in these things. I mean, we're talking about 83% of, you know, employers believe that attracting and retaining talent is the, is the biggest recruitment challenge. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it's not, Getting them in the door, it's keeping them, (laughs) you know, like the retention issue. So, look, receipt number two, let's look at workplace motivation and culture, right? Because it is really important to be motivated when you're somewhere. Sixty nine percent of workers admitted they would work more if they felt that their work was appreciated. Mm -hmm. Highly committed teams are 21 percent more efficient. It also shows 41 percent lower absenteeism rates and employee turnover turnover is also 59% lower. So now so now you know depending on what neighborhood they go to for these numbers <laughs> it could be a lot higher than that cuz you right. know 
Because you know how it is. Let, let somebody make you mad. You're going on an internal strike. You ain't, man, I, like, I'm going to get this work done. But that's, that's all they getting. That's a wrap. That's a wrap after <laughs> that. Ain't giving them no more. No more. But again, we're talking specifically about workplace motivation and culture. Things that can actually be impacted. Things that you can you you can you can move the needle. Yeah. If you just show that you care. Exactly. And you can partner with with HR to figure that out. How do I motivate my team to actually get them to move the ball forward? Yeah. At the end of the day, the third receipt. Employee recognition is also another important area where HR can help. And according to the Society of Human Resource Management, 84% of HR professionals agree that recognizing employees promotes engagement, and 82% agree that it boosts the happiness of workers. And additionally, 83% of employees would rather be recognized with praise over a present. Don't give me no damn $25 Starbucks gift card that think you're doing something. <laughs> just stop. Yeah, right. yeah. Just stop. Just say thank you. Yeah, and, and, and I think that recognition is important because we know all too well that when managers aren't recognizing their employees, somebody's getting credit for the work getting done. Yes. It's often not the employee. That's right. It's the manager who ain't doing the recognizing who's getting That's the credit right. for it. Getting you know the credit. what I mean? That's right. So again, this is not rocket science. This is not rocket science. Receipt number four, and on our um, on the career development front, I mean, we speak about this uh, uh, often. A blog by Clear Company showed that while seventy six percent of employees are looking for opportunities to expand their career, seventy four percent of workers say that a lack of employee development opportunities is preventing them from reaching their full potential. Can't get developed. Can't get developed, Can't get developed right? Moreover, only 29% of organizations have a clear learning and development plan for their employees. And 34% of employees say that the lack of career development opportunities motivated them to leave their previous position. So they've reached the, the apex of their career wherever they are yeah. because of a number of things, mm -hmm. mainly nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. That's right. <laughs> and not getting, not getting developed for that next opportunity. So just from these four simple receipts, you can see that there are plenty of ways to engage your HR team to help you personally, as well as to help you build your team and build that culture that you that you desire. So, look, Keith, I mean, I, I this is hitting home, you know, for me, because obviously I work in HR. Yes. OK. And, and I see people that do this well and I see others that really need a lot of help, mm -hmm. you know, here. Right. So what we want to do today is give you all or provide four secrets on how to build an effective relationship with HR. Number one, establish a regular meeting cadence. Number two, provide training to your HR team. Three, collaborate with your HR leader in creating your career development plan. And finally, number four, build on the relationship. Yeah, those are all good. And to dive in with that first secret, establish a regular meeting cadence. Just like you do with your boss, just like you do with your people who report to you, set up regular times to meet with your HR leader. Use that time to get personal feedback and advice. Use that time to discuss things going on with your team and looking for resolutions, those trends that we just talked about in the receipts. And also, this is your opportunity to get any valuable, available insight on stuff that may be coming down the pipeline that you should be aware of. So set that cadence up. Be intentional about it. 
and use the time wisely. Yeah, I mean, every time you talk to people, they always say, ah, oh, yeah, I haven't had a chance. I've been so busy. You know, I just haven't had a chance to do that yet. Uh, yeah, I am going to do that. Again, every time you don't do it, you're kind of, you know, missing out. You're you missing know, out. You're missing out. That's right? why you're still sitting at your desk mad. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Biting that lip. <laughs> Biting that lip. Look, secret number two, provide training to your HR team. Look, KP, I remember you helping me better understand the P&L. And then, you know, based off of the finance education you gave me for dummies, that was super easy. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was difficult, but it was easy because you put it in different terms. I then asked you to come in and talk to my whole team about some of the finance basics. And it was refreshing when I started hearing, you know, my team start making decisions with a finance mindset or using terminology that they were able to gain from those specific meetings that they had with you and your team. Yeah. And so, again, this is an opportunity for you to show off your skills to somebody that's going to be in the room. So whether you're in marketing or finance or sales or purchasing, whatever the case may be, offer that up to your HR and say, hey, can I come talk to your team about X, what I do, you know, and, and help develop their skill set. And by doing that, you're also putting another check another set of eyes yeah. on your performance and what your skill set is. So when it comes time to advocate in a room, somebody can else besides your boss can talk about you because you don't know how your boss is talking about you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> or if they say something slick, that's that, right. that other person will be like, well, that's not my you know, understanding or that's not my relationship with, with, with Keith that's or right. with, with Ricky or whoever the case is. They can speak from a different you know, point of view or perspective. Mm -hmm. So look, like so, so secret number three here, Keith, as we're talking about, you know, being able to, to collaborate with your HR leader in creating your career development plan, align on what it is that you're going to need to do to be able to get to the next level. And again, I know it can seem a bit tedious to do this, but being smart about things does take some work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Development plans originate from the HR department or the function. So, you know, they can be instrumental about providing you with sample documents, examples of, of verbiage, you know, anything that you kind of need to be able to better articulate your own uh, skill set of value proposition and how to be intentional with respect to achieving your overall career aspirations, yes. you know, as well. Exactly. So, again, I mean, it's important to be able to be a good thought partner or collaborator with HR because, again, we're talking about how you move forward with things that can impact you. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we hammer this EDP all the time. This is your document. It is your roadmap to get to where you want to be from A to Z. Last secret, build on the relationship. So after you've had that regular meeting cadence, you've got your EDP going, if you mastered the previous secrets that we provided you, then this relationship with your HR leader will blossom into something beautiful mm -hmm. at the end of the day. This is, again, you're going to go most likely to be able to shift that relationship from being a, a mentor or a business partner into a bona fide sponsorship relationship. And we talk about sponsorship and how important it is all the time because that HR leader will also put their reputation online in the room if you've built that relationship. Yeah, no, they absolutely will. And, and again, we're talking about advocating for you when you ain't in the room, man. I mean, it's, that's when decisions happen. That's right. <laughs> you know, like, again, we talk about, you know, before being able to go to social events, yeah. learn how to play golf, like all of those things. Mm -hmm. Decisions happen 
in those environments and sometimes you're not around, but at least you've laced them with the talk track. Yes. At least you've laced them with like a, a history of you being able to deliver. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about. And you can put some of those things on your development plans yeah. and make it work. And that's where we say this can go into like a bona fide, you know, relationship. Here. And the other thing that just triggered for me, too, is like that performance review piece. Because yep. then if you've had a good relationship with your HR person and you get one of them funky little slick, slick ass performance reviews, the HR person can come back to your boss and be like, mm. uh, this ain't quite jiving with right. what we've seen. <laughs> exactly. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's, so. it's about some consistency. And we know all too well, you know, about that. But look, Keith, we've had an outstanding time being able to talk to our secrets family, you know, hear about being able to utilize your HR resources. But if you want to find out more resources on these secrets and the receipts, or if you want to just ask us some questions, you know, about anything that we shared with you today, you can do that by going on our website, secrets.com and looking into these show notes for this episode. Because look, you guys, Janelle works hard on these shows. She notes, does. She's she trying, she she trying to like uh, uh, herd cats, That's you know, right. with us sometimes, right? That's but right. we appreciate it because, again, you know, some of these topics are topics that you all bring to us. That's right. Hey, and look, Janelle got her own podcast. Don't now. you we, know? We're going to give her a little shout out, Janelle. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so what I also want to be able to do is to shout out to all of our listeners and fans out there, right? I mean, we're we're almost at these numbers that we're trying to get over. I'm not going to say what the bet is, but I think I'm going to win this one over here. I'm I'm pretty sure. But what I can say is um, you all have made this possible, you know, for us. Without you all, we wouldn't have a podcast. We wouldn't have a platform. We wouldn't be doing coaching. So we want you all just to just share it with everybody that you know, okay? If, if, If you know somebody needs some help, the ones that's being silent, or the ones that are saying they don't need to help be the main ones need that need it. <laughs> you know, so be sure to write a review on Apple and support us on Patreon. We've launched a new update on Patreon and we're starting to add more behind the scenes content and videos of previous episode interviews and some kind of behind the scenes footage, you know, over here, too, of us trying to get ready. Y'all should have seen us earlier trying to be our own IT people. Oh, God. We should have got that on video. We were on the struggle bus today, y'all. We were on the struggle bus. <laughs> But we figured it out, though. We got it. We figured it out, though. (laughs) And Ricky and I, as you know, we are locked in on helping you and wanting you to get your coin and getting your seat at the table. Not just a seat at the table. We want you dancing on the table and having a good time, right? And so, again, we are always happy to provide coaching services, come into your organization and do training. So, again, check out our website for more information on that. And you got to get that gear. Yeah. Yeah. I went ahead and... uh, Went ahead and got 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 me some more stuff today. Right. I'm telling everybody in advance, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That's what y'all getting in some secrets gear, right? <laughs> but look, I'm not saying that we got S's on our chests, you know, here, Keith, being that I work in HR, yeah. okay? But HR leaders can do it for the people, right? Uh-huh. Like, we can really, really move the needle. And now that I have my booster shot, <laughs> I'm really feeling invincible. Oh, Lord. I am. Get out of here. I mean, look, I got that booster shot and I was struggling for a minute, man, but oh, the God. vibranium in my system was fighting off poison. You, you see what I'm saying? I got you. Yeah, I'm going to be here, Keith. That's why I got my booster shot. Yeah, here. I'm going to be That's here. That's right. Man. So I'm everybody here. else go Everybody else go get there so you <laughs> exactly. can be like Ricky. Super, super Ricky. Yeah, so please go out there and get your COVID shot or your booster as well. But on another note, my cup is a little low right now. 
So I'm going to need to go ahead and make an executive decision and refill this cup while I give me another slice of that sweet potato pie over there, too. Oh, man, I see you. <laughs> and my pie. So, so listen, everybody, thank you so much for listening to Our Secrets Family. We appreciate you. And remember, when we share, you transform. Peace. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed yet another gem from KP and PR. In fact, one listener said that Secrets makes me smarter every time I listen, and we hope you agree. If you are motivated and excited after listening to Keith and Ricky, please subscribe to our podcast, share with friends, and donate via Patreon. Check us out on the web at www.secrets.com. That's www.c-crets.com to get more information about our secret services. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.